Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. Oh yeah, what up, what up, what up? It is your boy, DJ Billy A. And let's get this episode started the right way. How you guys doing? Welcome to a brand new episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. It is good to be back. And as always, to my left is my man, my mellow. Why don't you jump on that uh, Audio-Technica mic and uh, tell the folks hello. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. O'Dirty Savage, a.k.a. Hello Wolf. Hello, Wolf. Really? Uh, West Coast. You know, okay. We keep a hell out here. Hella. Yeah, we do say hello on the West yeah. Coast. I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. We say hello on the West. Yeah, and on the West Coast, especially in the Bay. We yeah, say yes, hello. Sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Um, I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a little bit off the air. Yeah. Uh, has been well documented on the uh, episode or the uh, podcast for the last three years. Right. Every now and then, Mercy will pop her head in. Sure. She is stone cold. She, we might as well give her a mic right now. <laughs> she is in the building. You, you just walked in, and like yeah. usually, like it takes two or three hours before she creeps in. Right. She is chilling at the door right now, like, yo, what is cracking? Can I get a beat? Can you give me a beat? Yes. She does look ready, doesn't she? Yeah, she's she looks so like ready. she's about to yeah. fucking just torch the mic. Ah, knees weak. Yeah. Paws are sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dog, can't eat spaghetti. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. No. I don't want to clean it up. No, it's an honor, man, because what, what's it been now? Uh, it's been over two years, man. And yeah, when I first came here, there was uh, it was a no-go. It was a no-go. She would uh, go into a corner, hide behind the couch, duck under something. Do you see how she's like just barely creeping around the corner? Yes. That's yeah. the look I get, because yeah. usually, like right now in the studio, like when it we're not recording... 
I moved the board, I moved the computer, and I've got a monitor here and the PlayStation I game here. Okay. Sitting here, I changed it with the gaming monitor. Oh, got you. Uh, also, by the way, remember how I said I got the I got the monitor, then I got the, the gaming chair? Yes. Uh, the guy that runs that site is Nate, a.k.a. Crazy Eyes, who just told me last night that Crazy he started Eyes. listening. Okay. So, Nate, Crazy Eyes, what's up, dude? Uh, shout out. Thanks for checking us out. Appreciate yeah. it. Respect. Uh, I really am enjoying entertaining you while I'm sitting in this sweet gaming chair <laughs> with lumbar support it is a nice chair Thank absolutely you. yeah uh, so, comfy. yeah so i definitely want to throw that out there 100 so. percent. hell yeah dude that's what's up man that's what's up so no i'm i'm honored because i know what it takes with a rescue dog especially a rescue dog that has been you know maybe mistreated and, and has that fear has that hesitancy that's the proper term uh, Cause I know my dog was a rescue, and I know it took a minute for him to warm up to us and warm up to other people. So, hey, it's all love, baby. It's all love. Welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, how you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, so, you want to start with uh, Pandora's box, or do you want to start with uh, Super Bowl talk? Let me. Let's just open the box right now, man. I'm feeling incredibly old, and we've already had an old discussion. But every time that I injure myself stupidly like for, for when i injure myself and i don't know why i injured myself let me tell you why because you're old that's why it, and that's it man that's it, it just makes me feel so old so i hurt my ankle this weekend okay yeah badly like to the point where i was like limping i'm on like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen right now like like it hurt now ask me how i did it hey bill yes sir how did you hurt your ankle <laughs> i'm kind of embarrassed I was cleaning the toilet. Mm -hmm. Dude, I really don't know. I got down on the floor on my knees to, to you know, doing my good husbandly duties and decided I, I couldn't sleep. So I got up early. Let me knock out some chores that we usually do later in the afternoon. I'll knock it out now. So I get down on my knees and I'm scrubbing the bottom of the bowl to make it shine, you know? And I go to get up. And I don't know what the hell I did, but I stood up weird, wrong, at a strange angle. And I went to walk out of the bathroom and damn near fell over. There was a pain shooting up through my leg that said, you dumb ass old man, how dare you clean a toilet at 7.30 in the morning? I just was like, come on, man. So I'm doing a little research here on yeah. the internet. And uh -huh. um, according to my research, now this is the internet. It may not be accurate. Okay. Uh, it does confirm you're a dumbass, uh, <laughs> mostly for using chemicals at that early in, in the morning. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. that that'll wake you up quicker Ooh, than caffeine. Hello, yeah. Uh, but no, man, you're old. Yeah, like I mean, you're not old, but you're old. Exactly. And and, and, and you just we do things. Yeah. And you, we go, what the hell was that? Yeah. Like oh, I, dude. I, I I've I've in the last, especially in the last year. Yeah. Where like I have, I'm very active. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not playing softball. I'm not doing, you know what I mean? Yes. Well, a couple weeks ago, I don't know if I told you, but I went and hit softballs. No, you didn't uh, tell I went me golfing that. and then I went and hit softballs with Chatter Patter and uh, Dakotist. Nice. And we were out there and I hadn't swung a softball bat in literally like 10 months. Right. It had, you know, we got a couple guys out there, you know, socially distanced. We were, sure, you know, sure. not hugging and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came home that night and it felt like some... Aztecian god had grabbed my spine and was like 
like rinse it, like you know you do like a sponge yeah, and yeah you just yeah. like crush it to get all the water out yeah. i felt like that's what somebody did with my spine interesting that dude i woke up the next morning like wow <laughs> i mean i know i we, we hit four rounds so i took probably about 130 swings which is a lot when you haven't taken oh, a lot 100 but i didn't feel it that bad yeah. i came home i even took a leave like hey i might be sore later woke up in the morning like all right so this is it this is how it ends <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt this morning, man. I didn't think, you know, you're laying in bed, your foot's been resting. So I roll out of bed to jump up to do that. That just woke up first thing in the morning, pee. And roll out of bed and hop up. And you, I was did like. Did you do the uh, sweet NED? It's a brand new day. <laughs> Grab the Clorox wipes because we're cleaning the bidet. Nice. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I might have done that because it's Sunday and I also have tomorrow off. This is a three-day weekend, which is awesome. Uh, but the moment I rolled out of bed and put weight on my ankle. Uh, brand new day was not the words coming out of my mouth. There, there were some words flying out of my mouth, not in song, possibly maybe from an NWA song, but not, 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 not a, uh, not a musical. It was like, it's a brand new, oh, oh my ankle, I'm going down. <laughs> you mother God, bleep, was the frickin' fracking, frickin', frickin' the dad from a Christmas frazzle. story. Yeah, yeah, dude, it, I said, man. You know what? I don't mind hurting my ankle if I'm going to tell somebody, yo, man, I did it. Hey, I was I was playing full court basketball last week and just did a twisted it. Or man, you know what, dude, some I was I was walking the dog and uh, we went for a run and I tripped and, you know, anything, anything. But how'd you hurt your ankle this weekend? I was cleaning the toilet. <laughs> I mean, just there's no cool way to put that. Like, how'd you hurt all. your ankle, Scott? Well, I was out walking Mercy and I so noticed this. Uh, this pod of baby raccoons being hunted <laughs> by a mountain lion. Yeah. And I couldn't stand by and watch that happen. No. So I jumped in, even though, even though I knew that this 12 foot drop could put my body in danger, <laughs> I had to save those baby raccoons and get rid of that mountain lion. Good and story. I just want you to know that those baby raccoons are fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got a gift card from their dad. Very <laughs> nice. nice. And, Hell uh, yeah. And, uh, but the ankle's a little sore, but I'm going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I got is I just want to let you know the toilet is clean. <laughs> I mean, you can see your face and it is shining, but the ankle's through. Hey, cleaning toilets, saving baby, baby raccoons or baby raccoons. Yeah. Well, either way. Catch yeah, me outside. Same, How but, about that? But I tell you, man, uh, between I had initially, I don't know why the bottom of my left foot hurt. Just randomly out of the blue, I think I told you that, the, the bottom of my left foot, my heel, just I'd put weight on it and it would hurt until I started walking on it. Then I'm walking the dog and I think I got, you know, I got my dog's 80 pounds. I got dog walking shoulder, right? That's the only thing I could think. Is oh, that like tennis elbow, but dog walking? Dude, because every once in a while, like there'll be a squirrel or a cat and he's real calm, but then all of a sudden I'm not ready and he goes and I get a quick yeah, ah, on my shoulder. And now it's been like three weeks. And every once in a while, I'll stretch or go to reach something in the back seat, and it shoots a pain up my arm. So now it's my bottom of my foot, my ankle, and my shoulder. Basically, the left side of my body is through. <laughs> it's it's done. I'm, I'm so done. So the left side is through. Yeah, dude. The right so side. So you're saying is you're I, all right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I leave a party of all lefties screaming out, "All right!" Shout out to Tretch. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, shout out Tretch. Huge fan of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's always checking in with us. I love that line. I got a party all lefties leave screaming out, all right. Uh, 
Mercy's 15 pounds. Yeah. And she does the quick jolt thing. Yeah. Uh, it's usually when she sees a bird. Okay. Like she's, she's gonna catch it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. come on, dude. Sure, yeah. yeah. Right? But like, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. And the 15 pound quick jolt, yep. Yeah. Was like, oh, shoot, what are you doing, dude? Thank God I got this good grip on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, so an 80 pound pup, you know what I mean? That's the only thing I could think, because it's a pain, and it's been like three weeks, and I'll forget about it, and then I'll go to do something stupid, like just reach behind me in the back seat or do a quick stretch, and it shoots a pain up into my shoulder. Like, it's here. It's not quite the shoulders, down below the shoulder on the arm. Shoots this pain. So, yeah, you, if we get in a fight, the right side of me has got your back. The left side of me is gonna go, hey, I gotta sit this one out. So I'm gonna be, you know, it's gonna look awkward, but I'm still there for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what the internet says about it. Okay, good. The dog walking arm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, my boss had pain in his arm and he went to the doctor. He's like, it's been three weeks. I go, really, mine too? I go, what'd you do? He goes, I don't know. I go, we're just old, dude. And he goes, well, I'll go to, I'll go to, uh, I'm gonna go to Kaiser and get an x-ray. Kaiser said exactly what I thought they said. Well, you know, your range of motion's too good, so I don't think you tore your rotator cuff. What it is, you strained something, you pulled something. More than likely, it's just gonna, you're old, just gonna take a lot of time to heal. Ibuprofen, ice it, heat it, don't strain it, don't push it too much. Well, I don't wanna put anybody's business out there. Yeah. But I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, the codist yeah. hit me up a couple days ago. Okay. Massive neck pain. Oh. Doesn't shit. know what he did wrong. Yeah, yeah. He's like, maybe I slept on it wrong. And I was like, yeah, man, you're old. Yes, 100%. And this guy's like nine years younger than us. Uh, yes, he is. You know what I mean? Yes, he's, he he's in his 30s. And yeah. I was just like, hey, man, you just wake up one day and you're like, well, I've never had this hurt. Why does this hurt? And then yeah. it doesn't get better fast. <laughs> no, it does not. Yeah. No. But he did the smart thing. Yeah. The best way to get it to go away yeah. is to go see a doctor. Because yeah. then right before you go to the doctor, it'll stop hurting. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. For three weeks, my car has made this loud screeching noise. I go to the mechanic. Gone. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Cured, just like that. I already talking about cars running fine. The diagnostics are great. I don't know, maybe you're hearing things. I tell you what, the neck is the worst too because you wake up and it's hurting. I've had it to where I can't even turn my neck and I feel like uh, Frankenstein, you know? Like somebody be like, hey, Bill, and I go, what? And I have to turn my whole body to look at them. They're like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? But I, I did go to a chiropractor for that. And it's kind of scary because he grabs you by the top of the head and the chin and does that quick jerk to the left and right. And you all I heard was And then he's like, all right, now try it. And I start I turned my head to the left and right and I was like, holy shit, you're a wizard, dude. Are you like a magician? Like my God. Like it was just a, all he did was I sent Dakotas to my chiropractor, Dr. Yeah. Signs. Okay. Chiropractic in Modesto, 16th Street. Look uh -huh. him up on Google. Shout out. He's a, he's a quality dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, uh, you're old. Got yeah, it. absolutely. 100%. So, I, yeah. I am also old, but currently healthy. Knock nice. on the wood. Yes, sir. And, and ladies and gentlemen of the 209 Till Infinity podcast, watch your back when you're cleaning the toilet. It's mm -hmm. not as safe as you would think. Hey. You heard it here yeah. on the 209 to Infinity podcast. Before you clean your toilet, make sure you do your stretches. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What are you stretching for? I'm going to go clean the bathroom. Yeah, that's right. I, gotta, yeah, I don't want to pull a hammy. Uh, let me just tell you this, Bill, real quick. I want you to yeah. take a look around the studio. Are you looking around? I am. I, I want am. you to enjoy it. I am enjoying it. Because yeah. the next time you be here. Okay. Next time you be here. Month from, month from today. It will be different. All right. Studio's going under some renovations. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, I will so, take one last uh, good yeah, look. Just, it's, it, it, you know, not massive changes. But right. Pretty, it's it's going to be significant where you're going to walk in and be like, whoa. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Black yeah. Rob. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Hit him like whoa. Yes. So that so that's definitely gonna happen. Uh, also, Pandora's box. Uh, I was gonna tell you, you took uh, radio classes. I did. I took radio classes. I did a lot of uh, entertainment things. And one of the first things they tell you is, right, if you screw up, yeah, don't stop, keep going, right, because most of the time, people won't even realize that you messed up. No. But once you bring it up, oh yeah, right. Yes. I have had no less than three people tell me, yeah, man, Bill does talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you brought it up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the one guy I didn't even know listened to the show, and I was like, hey man, I heard your guy. He said he talks a lot, and then, like I started to notice he does talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, hey, it's a podcast. That's what we do. But and, no, I, and, I, and I said this. I said, look, here's the deal, and 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 we talked about it during the thing. Is like, I, I don't, I try not to cut you off sometimes, but maybe I should. Like not not really? cut you off from talking, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. I'll I'll go to say something that like maybe is relevant, maybe is funny, but yeah. I'll be like, oh, I don't want to cut him off. Yeah. But like maybe I should just still still say the joke. You know yeah. what I mean? Why not, dude? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah I don't know either. But uh, is it, I I looked it up on the internet. It's not yeah. a science. <laughs> it's. Not. But no, you know the it, it, it just fit into the conversation we were having. So and I think it was perfect. That actually ended up being going back and listening to that episode it's like one of my favorite episodes man like i just it was funny the whole talking too much and that was the soup to nuts episode too right wasn't it or was that a different episode i forget that was the soup to nuts and i'm glad you brought that up because i did a poll okay and you are in the extreme minority Uh uh-huh 96 percent of the people that answered the poll had never heard of soup to nuts one percent had one person i hadn't either yeah, I didn't until uh, a couple weeks before that podcast, man. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'd heard people say soup to nuts. I didn't know what it meant. So these people had never even heard. N- soup I had never heard of it. Oh, all of the people had ah, never heard of okay, it. Okay, never heard. even heard the phrase. I'd heard the phrase, but I had like, no the, idea. The podcast what it meant. came out, and then that morning, like ding, ding, ding. Yo, I never heard of that either, dude. Yeah, I never heard of that. I'm, I'm talking Mad Cyclone, the Mauler, the Codis, yeah, the Clorox. Right? Oh, you nasty. Nope, nope, nope. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to do a poll. Because everyone's just like, and I never heard of this shit either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, because first I was like, I heard a lot of shit, man. I'd, I'd have thought I'd heard of that by now. But maybe maybe it's one of the things I missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the poll? Apparently, I'm not alone. Nah, yeah. No, I'd heard the phrase. I had no clue what it meant. Like, but you why? know what's funny is it's one of those things like, if your family says a certain thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then like other people in your family say it. Yeah. Then you hear it like it's normal. Right. Right? Yeah. Here's something that my family has said for a long time. I've never heard anybody else say it. Like other people may have said this and you might have heard this. I don't know. But somewhere along the lines in my family, somebody says sugar shit. Okay. No, I have not heard that. <laughs> and, yeah. And I heard my grandma say that. I've heard my uncle Vern has said it. My, uh, all, you know, yeah. on my mom's side, ah, oh, sugar shit. <laughs> and I was like, you're still saying shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Don't, oh, well, it's sweet shit. We're sugarcoating. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, man. yeah, man. Why not? Why not? So, no, uh, I've never heard that. But uh, yeah. But but if that's around your family the whole time, and you, it's probably you start to think like everybody knows sugar shit. Right. I don't know if soup to nuts is something my family said. I've heard it, but like I, for me, I just didn't know what it meant. And one day, my supervisor said it, and one of my coworkers was like, "What does that mean?" And uh, he explained the whole dessert, like appetizer dessert thing. And I was like, 
nuts for dessert? Like, I, yeah, I guess. All right. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah. But no, that's interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, uh, real quick, Super Bowl. Yeah. Happened. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch? Of course I did. I, uh, yeah. I'm a sports guy. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm also a person who enjoys the um the whole pageantry of the whole thing sure uh even if my team's not in it yeah i i would say that probably the a good majority of people watch every bit as much for those commercials and those the halftime show and the- there's people who watch just for the halftime show there's yeah. people who watch uh for the commercials although the commercial thing has kind of been ruined because all the commercials leak on the internet before they come yeah out, which sucks. That so too. i i've done my best to try to avoid because they'll just pop up yeah like on you know on oh, yeah. facebook or instagram or whatever and i've be seen like, that yeah the super bowl commercial you couldn't wait for yeah. I'm like, dude, it's January 20th. The yeah. Super Bowl's not for three weeks, dude. I don't, why are you spoiling it? Yeah, yeah, I know. So, 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 yeah, um, I hung out with uh, my buddy uh, Tony Yagi, aka the Caramel Caramel, or the Caramel Camel. That's a mouthful. Caramel yeah. car- Camel Caramel. It depends what camp you're in, whether it's caramel or caramel. Yeah. Uh, well, let me just make it easier. Yarmer Yager. Yeah, Yarmer Yager. But I, if I'm going to say his name, I think Caramel Camel. It flows It's better. what it is. That's yeah. what it is. That's caramel gotta Camel. Be. It's got to be. Uh, AKA uh, Don Yaglioni. Yes. Uh, and his lovely wife, Kathy, AKA the Lodi Goddess. I like it. Uh, Lodi. Th- they came over. We uh, we 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 did. Uh, we we started planning. Like you know, like let's do something small. If I can sit in a golf cart with you and play golf, sure, then we can come and hang out here. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Uh, so we planned a little, you know, some some treats and some some Super Bowl food. And I ate way too much. And uh, and I got a, after the Super Bowl was over, man. I got on the scale and I was like, that's a number I haven't seen in a while. Wow. I didn't like okay. It. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. it's it's it's. Brilliant. Bread, it's 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 dip it's you know it's heavy stuff. generally fried yeah yeah, yeah absolutely we, I, we had wings oh i mean dude. you know yeah, so yeah. so my my goal has been this week to get back to where i was and i and in a week i lost all my super bowl weights so. nice that's what's up but man. It, but I, I i was like i told myself i was like look i'm just gonna enjoy it yeah right oh yeah dude it's one time a year and, and i you know for a lot of folks that's like christmas you know the Su- super bowl sunday for a lot of people is every bit as important as Christmas Day or Easter Sunday or New Year's. It's like, I know people, that, and I've probably said this on the podcast before, that we're like, this should just be a national holiday. The world pretty much shuts down anyway. We should just all be at home. And I've never been in that mindset because, and I've said this before, football is like one of my least favorite right. sports. Um, and I know that's like un-American and there's a lot of people that are going to be like, what? You know, but it's just... I don't even have television. Like I don't. E- I I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a game from beginning to end, whether it be baseball, basketball. I see the Kings games when I come here, or when you and I go and see them live, or going to see an A's game at the Coliseum. But I don't watch sports on TV. So for me, the Super Bowl Sunday has become a date. That's like a tradition. And my wife and I have a date because the world is empty. Didn't you guys go to Top Golf once? We did Top Golf once. We always like try to go to lunch. It's a great. I'll tell you what, man. It's a great day. It sounds, this sounds stupid. It's an amazing day to go to Costco. Costco is always insane and fulsome. The parking lot's crazy. Every aisle's jam-packed. Not Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-mm. You can get in there, get out of there, get what you need. But this year, my wife was like, I don't want to go to Costco today. I'm like, nah, yeah, we don't have to do that. But it's just, you know, you get the best service at restaurants because they're empty. 
I mean, you, you can go at any shop and, and you, you got the place to yourself. It's a great day to just go out and enjoy life because like I said, the world pretty much shuts down and everybody goes to the barbecues and to somebody's living room and throws a party. But so yeah, I didn't even see the game. I heard about it. I didn't even, I didn't heard about the halftime show, heard about all the dudes with the underwear on their faces and uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you this. Uh, yeah. We don't do, delve into too much sports on here. Uh, yeah. It's um, Tom Brady. Yes. Went to the Bucks. Yes, he did. They won a Super Bowl. They his did. seventh. Yes. Uh, he is by far the greatest of all time. Sure. And this is coming from a Niner guy. Right. Uh, he is. Uh, he's just. He's just good at what he does. And you know, you don't have to me. You don't have to throw for three hundred and fifty yards and five touchdowns to be the best. Right. Part of um, part of being a winner and part of being uh, good at what you do is is being a team manager and a team leader. And, Absolutely. And, and inspiring everybody and and and. When you have to make a play, making that play, and right. that guy's—he's just you know, it, the, the the numbers, the the statistics, the wins—they they they you know they speak for themselves, man. There was being our in-house sports guy here. I wonder. There's a couple things I wanted to ask you. One, was he the goat prior to this, or did it did he need to switch teams and win this game with this team who who the season before didn't even seem like they had a chance, right? He didn't. He he was probably the goat. Okay. But I would have listened to arguments. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because he already had six wins more than you know what I mean. Like he was, but the fact that he went to another team who wasn't that great the previous season. No, right. right. Am I wrong? Right. But here's the thing, and in in like when you're on a team, like it takes a lot of uh, like you just don't mesh all the all of a sudden. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody that scored in the Super Bowl, I don't know if it ended up this way. I'm pretty sure it was, but I'm pretty sure that every single person that scored a point for the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl Uh wasn't on the team last year. Okay. So running back, tight end, Gronk came. Rob Gronkowski came out of retirement to come play with Brady. So Brady, Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, the kicker, all of these people weren't even on the Bucs last year. So they they kind of built a team around him then? Is that what you're saying? Oh, they just, you know, they brought in some guys and and, and, Gronk for sure was because of Brady. That's the only reason he came out of retirement. Sure. But no, I I think that he was probably already. Okay. Um, But... uh, it's like it's no question to me now. Okay, so then that kind of null and voids my second question because my second question was going to be like, does the scandals taint taint his goatness? Like like the Deflate Gate, or the fact that wasn't his coach busted for like uh, videotaping other teams' practices and trying to figure out what they were doing? Like, I I don't think that you know I think that and I and I do believe this. I think that everybody cheats. Sure. On some level, sure. and tries to get an advantage, right? And I think they just got caught, right? I think everybody does on some level because I mean that's part of like you know, it's part of uh, you know like stealing signs and understanding stuff and, and right. trying to get an edge and you know, right. That's just that's just the way the games are, man. Absolutely, yeah. You know? I just I wondered if that. I mean, I cheated in Monopoly. So. <laughs> I suck in Monopoly. I probably should cheat at Monopoly and just be the win. bank, bro. Yeah, just handle it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, I suck at it. But yeah, that was that was probably my biggest question. It's like I think about Barry Bonds and the feat that he accomplished, and how everybody always is going to put that asterisk next to his name because of the steroid scandal. So I was wondering, like, okay, is Brady going to be the goat, but the goat with an asterisk? 
but here's the thing not everybody puts an asterisk by bonds that's true that's true i don't yeah yeah uh, the yeah. entire league cheated yeah like everybody oh, cheated. so many people did stuff it was the, it was yeah. well it was it was that it was it was it, and, and that's a whole nother podcast absolutely but for but, sure but uh it, it's just like for me i don't like he's got seven super bowl wins yeah but, yeah you know that's it yeah and, and it's not like you know it's it's and here's the thing is like he did a he was a big part of what happened on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. But the defense yeah. shut down the number one offense. Right. And they didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah. I, I yep. understand that the Chiefs had some injury problems. Mahomes wasn't completely healthy. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Still didn't score a touchdown. No. no through through interceptions. Through you know what I mean? That yeah. he was on the run all day. It was it, you know, it was a very impressive. It was it didn't make for the greatest game. Right, but I, I had a I good time. That. I heard that. Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, me I, and my boy Eddie, we won a Super Bowl square. You did. We did. Nice. So that was a uh, very nice. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, I, I need f- to hit him up after this. I need to go get my money. <laughs> get Don't it. play with my money, Eddie. It's like playing with my emotions. Yeah. So I, that's what I was thinking, man. And I figured having Brady in there again had to have helped ratings, like. Because there's two camps. There's the people that are dying to watch him fail. Then there's the people who are dying to watch him win. So I don't feel like the Super Bowl could lose with that angle because everybody was going to tune in to see what that man. And then there's probably just people like me that were, I was just curious, what's this 40-year-old guy going to do who's left his dynasty team to go to this new team who wasn't that great the prior season? Obviously, it didn't make me curious enough to watch, but I imagine there were a lot of people in that boat that were like, yo, I want to tune in just, I'm, what the hell is this guy going to do? How's this going to pan out? So I feel like he had to be really great for ratings. Like, I just imagine that. I, I would like to, I, I have no access to this, but I'd love to know the numbers for this last Super Bowl in comparison to the previous ones. It'd be interesting to hear that because... I, you know, you look at social media and people were like, F you, Brady, die, you know, like bad. Like, and then other people were like, he's the greatest of all time. You got this, Tommy. You got this, man. Show him, prove him wrong, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I was, I I imagine that had to be great for ratings. Well, here's the thing. 96.4 million multi-platform viewers, which seems like a lot, but. It's yeah. the lowest watched Super Bowl since 2007. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I'm wrong. <laughs> Just, yeah, okay. I thought that would do, do great for the numbers. Well, I can tell you this. There yeah. is a huge portion of people yeah. who have boycotted the NFL. Uh, because yeah. of the uh, you know the social justice, the stuff. Kaepernick like, just, stuff, just stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cold turkey. Yeah. Uh, there's also a lot of people who just uh, you know this year has been different. They're just they weren't engaged. They you know. Right, I, I know I know right. a couple guys that I'm, I'm friends with that just didn't participate in fantasy leagues. Didn't do any mm. of the picks. Like mm-hmm. they just were like, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with it right now. Right. And it wasn't for any social reason. They just. It just too much stuff. Yeah, too much. I just don't want to deal with it right now. Interesting. Yeah. See, I would have. Yeah, that just goes to show right there that my take was completely off because I would have guessed that that would have driven numbers up. That people were gonna tune in just to watch that guy fail or watch him win. I guess enough people have seen him win already, and uh, enough people are tired of not watching him fail. We have had enough. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, I'm good. Forget it. Yeah. Okay, well, interesting, man. I'm glad you pulled that up. That's a great fact. Way to nice, nice way to pull that info up real quick on the fly like that, dude. I give you props for that. I'm very prepared. That's what's up, man. I was a, I was a laptop's boy, handy. I was a Boy Scout. Hey, that's what's up. Cool. You know, hey, buddy. You know what time it is? What time is it?
It's time for the nasty lyric of the week. Oh, you nasty. That's what time it is right now, buddy. That was an amazing intro. That was incredible, man. Nice work. Well put together, dude. Oh, you like that? I love that. No, I didn't like it. I loved it. I loved it. So the lyric of the week, a new segment that we will be doing here on the 209 Till Infinity podcast. Mm -hmm. We are going to do that. Absolutely. And uh, uh, as I was informed when I got here today, you will be kicking off our very first ever lyric of the week. First ever lyric of the week. Uh, And here's the thing. It is um, when we would do lyrics in the past. Yes. We would like, we could like pause it. Like, so if we screwed up, we could redo it because we'd start the show with it. So, of like, course. if we fucked up or we messed yeah, up, yeah, like, yeah. right? Yeah. This is like live right now yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I could screw this up. And if I do, then it is what it is. So, we're, we're, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. Famous last words. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, this one is going to go out to also, and one of the cool things I'm hoping to do with this is if anybody else gets a lyric. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Or has an idea or likes a lyric, send it in to us. Tell us, yo, I really like this. Did you hear this lyric? This lyric's fire, whatever. Right. Right? And we'll get on it. Yeah. So this one right here is going out to the homeboy Mad Cyclone. Uh, we talked about this a while back. Uh, this is one of my favorite verses that I've always wanted to do. Um, I'm not sure what this freaking noise is right now. I don't like it. <laughs> it's ah, that yeah, little it, noise right it's, there. It's, yeah, it's from. Uh, it's <laughs> it's literally it's from this. Uh, it's from this. Um, this website, like it's a little pop up ad. Oh, because you were checking. And I was muting it. You pulled up the Super Bowl stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. like it was just yep, yep, yeah. like it's muted, right? <laughs> but it's trying. It's fighting to come through. Yeah. The internet will find a way. So anyway, uh, it's one of my favorite verses that I, that I wanted to get to, but we had to wait for the lyric of the week. Yes, sir. The nasty lyric of the week. Ooh. Oh, nasty. 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 Uh, so here we go. It's going to be the um, annoyed verse mm-hmm. from Yippie Kaye. Oh, nice. Great track. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's see how it goes. All right, man. I've been on a way, and I did it my way, and we gone get it. No pressure. <laughs> I'm a diehard drive off. Better give me five stars. Even with the pay time off. I'm a grind hard. Lights on, lights off. Shooting on a tripod. I frost. Ice, ice, vanilla ice. Y'all yippee kaye. Don't forget it. Hmm. You can tell the difference. I'm an in exhibit. I don't give a fuck about a critic. Hmm. Cause part of being human is making stupid decisions. I'm living proof that the kid is more brucer than Willis. Tequila juice syringe injected into our livers. Give little fucks like midgets sticking up middle fingers. And when I I drop shit you on a stool like a pigeon that's how you making a name by i'm rubbing off on my pupils like pink eye i should say welcome to the home of zero fucks i'm glad you came by and i waved by and became high i'm on a plane on my hang on my hang glide i go insane look at the brain look at the play by i go to spain look at the van and go to shanghai and became a black belt at the same time need i say more shit i never had to be that way say what's on your chest and what you feel man dig i may be honest i can hear you from a hundred feet away i'ma live yippee yippee kaye either way 2020 vision and I'm still living not rate. You living yippee kaye or you live bait? Drinking to the last drop is a lightweight. I'm yippee kaye. Woo! 
Great track. Love that song. One of my favorite lines in that was, he's more Brucer than Willis. I just like that. Like, oh, wait. So if you're more Brucer than Willis, does that just mean you're that much of a badass? Like, I just, I was trying to exactly figure out what that meant, but I love that line. Bro, that means you're living yippee ki Yes, it does. More Brucer. I think that's than, pretty clear. Yes, more Brucer than Willis. Take that. Love that track. Man. So there you go. That is the nasty. Yes, it is. Lyric of the week. It's time for the nasty lyric of the week. Yes, that one was nasty too. Oh, you nasty. That was a good one, man. That's one of my favorite tracks off that latest Webby had. When that single dropped, I was like, oh, that's a that's a good one. That's a banger, man. Like I can't remember what's the name of Webby's new one. Is it fr- Friday after next or next Friday or, or no, Wednesday. Wednesday? He's on Wednesday now, but he's kind of following the whole Friday thing because it was Wednesday, next Wednesday, Wednesday after next, right? I think I, I don't know what we're on now. I've lost track. But this latest Webby, we talked about it. The latest Webby album is uh, it's a return to form for the man. It's a, it's a really great album. And if our 209 Infinity listeners haven't uh, checked in or, or followed up on that, that album's phenomenal, right? I just feel bad that I can't remember the name of it right now. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull it up because I'm feeling terrible right now for Chris Webby. Man, I kind of killed that. 20, you I murdered it, dude. 28 Wednesdays later. I just remembered as I started to pull it up. 28 Wednesdays later. So it was Wednesday, next Wednesday. And then 28 Wednesdays later, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. One of the reasons that I, I like, obviously, that song is great. It's one of my favorite ones on that on it, that album. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and I've told you this, like, Annoyed is one of those guys yeah. that, like, I wouldn't put on my favorites list, but right. I'm always checking for him, and the majority of the stuff he does, I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I wish there's something magical when him and Chris Webby get together, because I've listened to Annoyed's solo stuff without webby not bad doesn't blow my mind uh but i enjoy it i enjoy it it's fun to listen to but something happens and there's certain mcs it's clear that these dudes are friends they've come up they both come up in connecticut they've known each other for a long time but when they get together on a track it's it's there's like a spark that ignites because there's they they're on the 2001 together which is the first time i ever heard them and we we were blessed to see them do that song live I love that track, uh, and then they're on the Yippie Kaye. And is there? There's another one I want to. Oh, say. they got several tracks. There's together. one called Bazooka. Is it Bazooka? I don't remember, but they they're, dude, incredible, man. And it's it's uh, magical when they get together. I if I could say anything to Chris Webby if he's listening, is I would love, I would love a uh, a Webby and Annoyed complete album just with those two guys like a collabo album well they're both on adhd so yes it might happen adhd and you know i was wrong i guess yippie kaye is not on the 28 wednesdays later it's not on here so oh nope there it is my bad it is on here so yes 28 wednesdays later is where you can find yippie kaye that is a phenomenal album uh from a great mc chris webby and his homie his homie annoyed who kills that verse that is a nasty 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 verse great verse Mm. nice choice man nice choice hey thanks man great way to kick off our very first nasty lyric of the week oh you nasty nasty boy i like it man it's gonna be a fun one that's gonna be fun i can tell you when i do mine i probably won't use a beat man (laughs) hey and that's the beauty of it sometimes you can have a beat sometimes you don't need a beat sometimes like maybe it's something you just want like it's powerful yeah and we want to just like 
spoken word the lyrics yes you know what i mean yeah dude because that that the beats the added pressure man that's where you like if you're just reading off the lyrics no problem but when you throw the beat in you got to keep up his cadence you got to keep up his flow pattern and his rhythmic pattern and you killed it, dude. Come you on, killed man. it. That's a great one, man. That's a great choice. Great I'm on a plane, no, I'm a hang, no, I'm a hang glide. I go insane, look at the brand, look at the play by. I go to Spain, take it in vain, go to Shanghai. Yeah, dude. That's a word. You, you love those You love those wordy ones, man. You really do. You, you, you're you a chopper, baby. I love it. I love it. Uh, so. so. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you. Also, we watched a movie. We certainly did. Thank God. Yeah. Right? Yeah, HBO Max, we appreciate you. We watched the good quality movie called The Little Things. We sure did. With, uh, it was an uh, HBO Max. This would have obviously in normal world times come out in the theater. Correct. Uh, I would have gone and seen it I in would the have theater. Too. I would Just have too. from the trailers. Yes. Great uh, there, trailer. There's a couple things like I would tell you, like this is a, the world we live in now where I will watch things because they're available and they're new that yeah. I probably would not have gone to the theater and watched. Correct. Um, I agree with that. But um, there's things that when I see the trailer, like little things, when I saw this trailer, I was like, this is something I would have gone to the theater for. Yeah, I remember sending you that trailer and you were like, this is the best trailer I've seen in a long time. It was. And I 100% agree. It like made me, when a trailer makes you want to watch a movie, like I've seen some trailers when I go at, I've seen that movie before. Know where that's going. Know where that movie's headed. Nah. This one I was like, damn, all right, I want more. It left me wanting more. So in this movie, you have Denzel Washington, who plays uh, Joe Deacon, a.k.a. Deke. Deke. Uh, is it Rami Malik or Rami? I've, I've heard it pronounced Remy and Rami. So, so, so let's go Remy pick. Malik. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto. Yes. Um, a.k.a. The Joker. Uh, also, uh, there's a couple smaller characters in here. Uh, Chris Bauer, who right. is Detec Detective Sal Rizzoli. Uh, Chris Bauer is... Um, one of the uh, he's the main bad guy or not main bad guy but one of the the guy that's on trial in Devil's Advocate a long time oh. ago for uh, for uh, molesting a kid oh shit um so that's where I know him when I see okay. him I was like oh yeah. that guy yeah uh, and that's got to uh, be a role that haunts him when you're remembered as the guy who's on trial for molesting a kid. Yeah. I mean, he's okay with it. He's like, hey, I worked with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Kiss my ass. But he's probably still cashing checks. But I bet you on occasions, because I know how big of a Pacino guy you are. I can guarantee you somewhere, somewhere goes. He's been in a restaurant. Somebody's been like, you fucking dirty bastard. Oh, I'm sure. Leave them kids alone, man. Like, <laughs> and, and he looks like a scumbag. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking here on his IMDb picture. Yeah. Is, yeah, is it the bald one with the smirk? Yeah, and he's got yeah. his arms folded. Yeah, he looks he, like a scumbag. Look a little douchey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, also in this film was one of my. Uh, I, I don't do this often, uh -huh. so uh, I don't uh, I don't go. Man, that girl is really attractive. Or you don't hear me talk about that too often. I don't, no, I don't. Right, not too often. Uh, nope. Natalie Morales is extremely smoking to me, and mm. she plays Detective Jamie Estrada. That's right. Uh, she was on a show called Abby's Place on NBC that they canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, that NBC canceled because it had too much diversity. Oh, too much. I really? didn't know that a, a TV studio would say something like that. But that's why I got canceled. They put that statement out. That that was their official statement. That's they what they told us. There's too much diversity. It's too. It's too much. Like we can't. It's hard to 
that's the strangest thing I've ever heard, especially in this cancel culture day and age. Like, my God, man, that's insane. Anyway, I, Natalie Morales, very attractive. Hit me yeah. in the slide in my DMs, girl. Maybe maybe they just didn't want to say, hey, the show's not getting ratings. It's tanking. So let's we got to make something up to save face here. But then just yeah. it's, it's safer to say the show sucks. Than say, than say too, much, too diversity. much diversity. Yeah, there's just too many people of different ethnic backgrounds than white. So, yeah, we're not fans. Yeah, that's bad, man. Crazy. But anyway, she's in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you do this? Why don't you... Um, do you want to give? I want to. So first of all, I want to ask off, you something real quick. First, yeah. Off, are we gonna do spoilers? That's what I wanted to ask you. First off, my friend, is this spoiler free or no? Uh, no, it's not. All right. I'm all over the place right now. Listen up, people. Forty-two minutes and twenty seconds. Forty-two twenty. Right. Stop your podcast if you have not seen The Little Things and plan on watching it. Yeah. Because we're going to give some spoilers out right now. Yeah. 4220. Spoilers coming now. <laughs> you have time. That's 10 seconds I gave you to stop. Yeah. Okay. We're going. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think there's any way to review this movie without spoiling because it's really the end that's the big, you know, it's one of those endings that's kind of a surprise that you don't see coming so i don't know if there's any way to review this movie without doing spoilers but what i wanted to ask you is before we start do yeah. you want to give a little summary yeah because uh, yeah. i can i can drop it yeah, for you right you got now. the summary yeah yeah hell yeah dude Go i'm locked it. and loaded bro i love it do it right yeah kern county deputy sheriff joe deacon is sent to los angeles uh-huh. oh, i just slid into movie voice no you should halfway through keep doing it yeah <clears throat> I've got to remember to change the laundry when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should have been a quick evidence-gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in the search for a serial killer who is terrorizing the city. Nice. You know, it's the movie guy, but you know who else it kind of reminds me of? Oh. Ken Kniff from the uh, Eminem albums. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> So good, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah. The one thing they don't say in that in that little blurb, it's a great blurb that d- d- breaks down what the movie's about. The one thing they don't say is he's a disgraced, that Denzel is a kind of disgraced deputy who was once the big head lead homicide detective who is now a deputy in Kern County because he lost his gig. But they don't tell you why he lost his gig. You don't learn why he was demoted until the very end of the movie. That's a secret that they hold on to. It's one of the things you're waiting to learn throughout that whole movie. I, I, I tell you this, like one of the things that I do like about it yeah. is is there's th- that wasn't like answered right away. No, not a, not. I, I want to say in, right. only within like the last half an hour, maybe. Well, like, one of yeah. my yeah, like so in the beginning, fa- fairly early on in the beginning. Uh, uh, Denzel comes out and he parks his truck or something and like blocks somebody and they're gonna right. get it towed and yeah and then like uh, Remy Malik comes out and he's talking to somebody and he's talking to Denzel and then like Denzel walks off and then somebody's like talking to somebody and they're like hey who is that and they're like that that's Joe Deacon yeah like yeah 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 and that's fairly on, early on and you're like oh this is whoever he is or whatever he's, he's important, important. So, yeah. Absolutely. Like they said, like, 
That's Tom Brady. Yeah. That's <laughs> Joe Deacon. You don't know who Joe Deacon is? They did a really great job. The writing and the directing on this movie I thought was great. They did a really great job of setting the stage. And then slowly as the movie progressed, they gave you small flashbacks that opened the window a little. Each time you got a little bit more info on what was wrong with Denzel and why Denzel. And then finally they opened it all the way up at the at pretty much the within like the last half hour, the last 15, 20 minutes. Uh, but I thought they did a great job of like, that was one of the things that held you in and kept you, not only did you wanna know who this serial killer was and if they were gonna catch him, obviously that's a, that's a huge massive part of it. But the whole time you're going, why the hell is Denzel a deputy in shitty ass little Bakersfield when it's clear he's good at this job and they need him at this job? Um, and uh, and and he jumps right back into it. He can't stay away from it. But I thought they did a great job. What I wanted to ask you was prior when we before our Wonder Woman uh, review, you mentioned that you don't want to know. You don't want to hear anything about a movie. You don't want to see any trailers. You don't want to have anybody else's take skew your take on a movie you had mentioned that that you you told people don't tell me i don't want to know right i didn't say i don't want to see any trailers no no yeah excuse me reviews don't want to watch I, any reviews yeah, i don't yeah. like and, and i don't and i and i do my best especially with entertainment right um I think I was talking about WandaVision. Oh, was it WandaVision? Yeah, okay, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. WandaVision. my bad. Not Wonder Woman, uh, WandaVision. You're right. WandaVision dropped yeah. like on Friday Yeah. with the two episodes on the first um, first drop date. Yeah. And I was at work. Yeah. And I, I was doing something. I got at the office on Fridays and I was doing something and I happened to, I took a break or whatever and I grabbed my phone. Right. right? And like Instagram and Facebook was all this WandaVision, right? And I was just like, all right, I just yeah. put it down. Yeah. Right? Turned it off. Like right. got rid of the, didn't go on Facebook or Instagram the rest of the day. Right. Because it was like people's stories, people's posts, people's, you know, like it was everywhere. So I was like, all right, look, because I, I don't want, because it's very easy to get influenced by people that you like. Sure. Or, right? Yeah. So absolutely. like, if, if I like something, and I've got Kyle and Bill and Nick going, this is terrible. Right. I'm right. going to go into it thinking it's terrible. Maybe I like it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, we talk about that stuff. Like, there's people who make music and there's people who do things, right? Like, it's not always for us. No, no. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, a large portion of people who think Yellow Wolf trunk music three is great absolutely they love it yeah you know for example like you said you, you were talking about the Kasky song that just got dropped with yellow wolf and um dj, JJ paul. paul yeah dj paul right yeah well here's the thing is it sounds like every three six mafia song i'm not a huge three six mafia guy no but those people are gonna think that song is fire oh. and i have seen people oh, say this is insane like it is blowing their mind how much they love this song yeah so so like so i try not to ever get influenced because i do care about people and what people think about yeah. stuff sometimes so i want to go in with a fresh mind i don't want to be uh you know um influenced well absolutely because I, and i what i was going to say was I, and I i feel the same way because what happens is especially if somebody hates it now if somebody loves it it's different like i read a lot of reviews for um Endgame prior to going in. 
because I just knew no matter what anybody said, I was going to dig it. Marvel basically hadn't failed me in 11 years. So I wasn't worried about it. And if somebody sings the praises of something that I just go, oh man, I'm even more excited. But for this one, I did not want to know anything because I was worried about if, that. Before you go on then, let me ask you this. Like, yeah. So does that mean that you went into Endgame knowing spoilers? No, I didn't read. I they, The nice thing when you go on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, they'll tell you like this is a spoiler free review or you can go on YouTube and they'll say this one's got the spoilers. This one doesn't. So, no, I didn't know any spoil. Yeah, no, I don't want that, spoilers. That's also part of the reason yeah. that I avoid it, because sometimes like, oh, yeah. I end up information I don't want to know. Yeah, good reviewers will put it's a spoiler review and I know which which guys do and which guys don't. So, yeah, there's certain ones. I, I If they don't, I don't touch it. But no, I don't want spoilers. But Pe- people who are good at what they do will warn you when there's spoilers <laughs> coming. Absolutely. How much does a segue? Yes. <laughs> no, dude. But so, yeah, I feel the same way because if somebody hates something and they give you specific reasons why they hate it and you know that going into a movie, you start looking for it and then you're not paying attention to the movie. But what I wanted to ask you was, do you like then once you've seen the movie, then do you like to dive in and see if people agreed with you or if you agree with other people? Because I love that. I love doing that. So. When I after I've seen a movie, I don't go looking for information. Yeah, I do like to do that. But okay, once I've seen a movie, yeah. then I like for example, I posted that I was watching it. Yes, and then a couple people posted, and I then saw a couple that. people right. Yep, like and then like some people liked it, some people hated it, some people right. Well, then like then I'll engage, and then I'll maybe maybe I'll be like. All right, let me follow up. Let me look around. Or when something pops up from the little things, then I'll read it or whatever. But I don't go looking for it like, all right, movie's over. I liked it. Let's see what the people thought. I do like to do that. I, I, I like to see how, how off base, either how off base I am in comparison to everybody else or how off base I think they are compared to me. It just depends. So I watched this movie and let me just say right now, um, I thought well written, well directed, well acted. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wasn't super happy with the ending. Um, I I go to the movies for escape. So when a movie leaves you with more questions than it does answers and doesn't leave you with a good feeling, I'm not generally super happy about that because I just gave up two hours to be kind of confused and, and not feel great. But that being said, that's real life. That's life. Life ends shitty. It doesn't always end with a pretty bow on the end. So yeah, I enjoyed the movie. So then I went to Rotten Tomatoes afterwards just to see. And every review, not positive, uh, and every reviewer said the same thing. We've seen this movie a million times. When are they going to stop making this movie? Young cop, old cop, got to solve a crime, but they've got pasts. They've got history. Don't do this anymore. Can we stop this now? Can we? I heard that over like rotten 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 spoiled 40 percent out of 100 like very very poor you know denzel's always good of course and this guy was good but the movie overall i've seen it and i've seen it done better so then i had to stop and think geez am i that off base and to me no because here's here's why i'm not the dark guy right you and i have discussed that you you lean more towards the dark side so i haven't seen this movie a million times because i don't why? I tried to think, have I ever seen any movie like this movie? And the only one I could come up with in my mind was Seven with Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman. 
Legendary flick. Legendary, but that was 20 plus years ago. I don't remember Seven, so I wasn't watching this movie going, oh yeah, young cop, old cop, solving a serial killer case, just like Seven. You know, I wasn't doing that. The only reason, and I'm gonna be honest with you, had this movie starred anybody else but Denzel, I probably wouldn't have watched it. You put Russell Crowe in that role? Uh, Russell Crowe going after a serial killer? Nah. But Denzel's one of my idols, one of my heroes, so I watched it, and I have not seen this movie a million times, so I enjoyed it. I really did, I enjoyed it. What did you think? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I saw some negative things sure. about it. Uh huh. I saw some negative things about it on my post. Yeah, yes, I did too. I, I was reading your post, yes. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, I, um, I very much liked it. Yeah. I thought it was extremely entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you, you have probably heard me say this over the last few years. Yeah. If you didn't like this, I don't know what you're looking for, man. Right. I, I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't. What are you looking for, dude? Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, this was entertaining. Right. It was. Um, it, it was not. Um, like you knew what was coming every time around every corner. Like right. it, there was a lot of unanswered things. There was a lot yeah. of uh, tons, you know. And, and 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 I and I do think you're right, man. Like if if this had been Russell Crowe, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, no. I wouldn't have. No. Like honestly, like. But that's the thing. Like Denzel has star power. Oh, He's gonna bring you in, dude. Right. So yeah. like, oh, it's a Denzel movie. And I told you this after we both watched it. Yeah. Denzel was good. He was good. Yes. But Remy Malik killed it. He was the star to me in this. Okay. I, I thought Jared Leto did really good. He was yeah, a I good psychopath. Yeah. But I, I thought Remy Malik was great. I, and I like that you say that. I got a counterpoint. But go ahead and finish. Yeah. So, um, and don't get me started on Chris Bauer. What a good. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I know. I, I figured. Uh, but uh, no, Denzel was good. Um, I, I Don, Denzel was great. Like, it yeah. was very great. He I mean, did he's, what he's, he always does. Right? Yeah. And uh, I, I think the, the main three, yeah, Remy Malik, Denzel, and Jared Leto were, were fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that the whole cast overall was really good. Like, um, so for me, I liked my my favorite thing about the movie was you saw Remy Malik start to unravel. Yes, yes, he did. Absolutely. And Denzel had already been unraveled. Yes kind of reeled it back in ended up in bakersfield right yeah comes back to la to pick up some boots yeah it's wrapped up and unraveled and all this stuff right and all these demons and stuff come out of you know they you know because basically again spoiler alert denzel killed the person yes he did and yeah. not intentionally and, and his and, his, and he and, did and, and and not intentionally but and the uh the coroner or the medical examiner and his Police chief. Oh, police yeah. chief. Yeah. Covered it up. Covered it up. And basically then sent him packing. Said, right. Like, Get out of here. We we, 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 we helped you out. Because it wasn't intentional. He was investigating a murder. So what happens is he comes back and gets sucked back into this serial killer case. And he's realizing that this is the serial killer case from years prior that he never finished. So he's got these demons from when he was investigating the case. And he comes around a corner and there's one girl who... There's two dead girls uh, in the scene. You see them dead. They've been killed by the serial killer. But one girl came loose, and while he's going through with his gun and nervous, trying to see if there's anybody there, this girl comes around the corner, help me, screaming, and he shoots. Just 
gut reaction, he shoots her and then realizes she was one of these serial killers victims and he just shot her. Not intentionally, just on the job. Tensions are high, stress, and he's he's waiting on bated breath for somebody to come at him. And this girl kind of comes out of the bushes and he and he shoots her. Uh yeah, what what a powerful scene and, and he had to live with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I you know, I I understand people saying I've seen this before, mm-hmm. right? You you've got the you've got the the old detective that got ran out of town. You've right. got the young up and coming detective who took his job. Who took his job. Yeah. Who needs help though. Right. Yeah. You got this, you know, um this uh this it's, it's essentially the same police force, sheriff or yeah. whatever. It's the same the same team, but same with, team, yeah. but Denzel's been cast off to to Bakersfield. Right. Apparently in the middle of nowhere with a trailer or right. house yeah, yeah, and yeah. a dog that he hasn't seen in a week. Yeah, he's like, "Where you been? Don't get mad at me that I didn't feed you." Like or whatever he yeah. says, yeah, the dog and then he's like, "Bye," gets in the truck and goes to I'll see you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, except no, you, you won't. won't. Yeah. Cuz you've now been gone a week again now, so. Yeah. But uh, anyway, why don't you go ahead what you were going to say about Jared Leto? No, I was going to talk about Remy Malik. Oh, sorry. You, you mentioned that you thought Remy Malik was the standout. I thought he was great. I and I, and, I, and I think he did do a good job. But for me, it took me a minute. Um, he's so, he's little. He's really small. And I felt like Denzel had this presence. Danielle, Den, Danielle? Denzel's this <laughs> kind of like. Washington? Yeah, <laughs> that's his daughter. Uh, Denzel has this like larger than life persona. Like that just ekes star quality. Like, and I felt like he was kind of dwarfing him. Um, and it took me a minute to think like this, this is the hotshot lead homicide detective who took over. Like this is the guy that the media looks to and is kind of the star. And like, this is the one that the people are looking to that he's gonna go find the murderers. Like I looked at him at first as like, I'm not buying this. So it took me like, I didn't get it. It took me a few minutes, but as the movie progressed and I eased into it, I started to like his character and see where he was coming from, and then I bought it. But there was about a half hour where I was like, dude, he just does not look like lead homicide detective to me. He looks like well, I th- it's Freddie Mercury. Just, I, well, I think yeah. I think that that's I, I think that's kind of the point though. Like he, they talk about he came from a fancy school and right. he obviously has money, right? And he basically backed his way into this because of who he is right he's right. clear he went to a fancy school and he they, at one point i think the 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 chief or the supervisor or whatever talks about how his scores were amazing right with what yeah. he, you know what i mean like yeah. and, and so this is the guy that got the job because of who he is not because of what he's done right right and so and for me the the thing about remy malik which i i really like is he plays fucking awkward so good. Yeah. yeah it yeah. is so, like, it's uncomfortable to watch at times. Right. That's how good he is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like you're like, what are you doing? Like, oh. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it, it, it's, and, and, and it's just, and you see the unraveling of, not the unraveling, unraveling is the wrong word, but you see. He becomes the, consumed. The progression, He's the progression consumed. of this awkward weird dude to a human who you now feel for and you're rooting for like i i just think it's great like denzel we got we knew what we were getting yeah 
right? Yeah. I just, I, I thought Remy was great. And uh, I, I did too. After about 20 to 30 minutes, it took me some time. And maybe it's because he's so awkward. Maybe that was the problem. But I just. It sounds like you also were like doing the, you know, like that's Freddie Mercury. That's what I see. So I, maybe that was it's an the issue. the only thing I've ever seen Remy Malik in other than this movie. I'd never seen him in a TV show or another movie that I can remember. So I just kept going, oh, shit, if you put his teeth in, he would just be Freddie Mercury. Like, he's just missing the big buck teeth because Freddie Mercury had that and the British accent. Like, so I was just like, it took me a minute. But once I got into the story, I watched this guy become consumed with this case. And he was starting to, you know, ignore his family. You know, he wasn't spending time with his wife and kid. He was not sleeping. And you could see this case kind of doing, like you said, what it had already done to Denzel. It was now starting to do this to to Remy Malik's character, and you were slowly watching him slip into madness from this. Like, and it's it, it was fascinating to watch. I agree. He he was the main guy in Mr. Robot. Yeah, and I didn't watch which that. Which was five yeah. ep, five seasons. A TV show. Like, yeah. people say that's one of the best. I've heard it was great. Ever. I never saw like, it. Yeah. One of ever. So that's yeah. kind of where he made his he made his taters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, overall, my opinion, I think this movie is great. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. If you didn't like it, you're clearly wrong. Um, <laughs> I thought that Jared Leto played a hell of a creep. Jared Leto's another one. Have you seen Jared Leto in anything else prior to this? Because I don't believe I have. Uh, well, let me. I'm sure that I've seen something that he's in. I, I, I here and here's my take on Jared Leto. I never understood. I didn't watch Suicide Squad. Right. He is the Joker in Suicide Squad. Everybody said he was a terrible Joker. And then I'm watching this movie and I looked at my wife several times and I went, oh my God, he's creepy. He's he's freaking me out. He gives me the creep. He's really good at this. And then I thought he'd make a great Joker. Like, like I was like, oh my God, I might have to go back and watch the Suicide Squad now and see what he did with the Joker because I'm like, if he played the Joker, like he's playing this guy, like I could totally see that with the long hair and the painted up face, but his original Joker had like a grill and tattoos on his face and short hair, but they're gonna bring him back as the Joker in the uh, Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And now he's got the long hair and he's gonna be, I think if he plays it more like he plays this, I thought he was great. Here's my only problem with Leto is I'm not sure why they felt the need to put that really bad fake belly on him. Like, did you notice the belly? Like, and I, I, they kept emphasizing that he drank beer. Like they showed the beer in his trash when Denzel was going through his garbage. Bush light. Yeah, and they showed the beer in his fridge and they showed the beer at the murder scene. They wanted you to know he had a beer belly, but that belly did not look natural in any way, shape. It clearly looked like, oh look, he's a he's a very fit, healthy man, and they put a pillow in his shirt. Like that's just what it looked like to me. That's a nitpick, but I I didn't buy the belly at all. Like I was like, well, apparently you don't hang out or see. You should see plenty of skinny, scruffy dudes with beer bellies. Oh, in absolutely have. County. Yes, absolutely. He, he, it, that looked normal to me. It, it looked like I've seen a lot of. I didn't. I've seen beer bellies. It didn't look natural. And, and everything else he did, that, though, that's because like, you up in up where you live. Yeah, people eat down here. <laughs> down here, down here, they do meth and drink beer. And they so drink. it's a little bit of a different. Like you get that skinny body with the beer belly. Yeah, because he he he. Everything else he did, like his voice, the way he walked. 
the way he talked, the way he, he talked really slowly, kind of slurred a little bit and uh, was just eerie and creepy. I thought he was the one that uh, you were really surprised by Remy Malik. For me, I was really, really surprised by Jared Leto to the point where I now want to go back and see what else he did because I was like really impressed with him. If you give me the creeps, like if I'm like watching a movie that I know ain't real and I'm like, ooh, that's creepy, dude. Like I, I, I couldn't handle him. Like, See, and here's the, and that's the difference between you and me. Yeah. Like I could handle him being creepy. Like I've yeah. seen that. I whatever. Yeah. The awkwardness of Remy Malik. Hey, he was. Is, 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 I agree is, with you. Is, is what creeps me out. Like yeah. awkward, I struggle with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, you're a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, I've dealt with scumbags my whole life. And he was a scumbag, but I think- Oh, 100%. But the genius of this movie, let me ask you this. Because the whole, the way this movie ends, you, do you think he was the serial killer? Oh, do I think he did it? Do you think, do you think that Jared Leto's character was the serial killer? Because the way the movie ends, in my opinion, I don't think he was. I... I don't stump Savage very Well, often. here's yeah, the thing: yeah. is, is yes, I do. You do I, you I, think, I do think you think they did. got their man. I, I do think they did, and I uh, I guess when Little Things Two comes out and the serial killer's still out there, we'll know that we'll know that he didn't. If it did well enough, there'll be a sequel. Later. Um, I but uh, I I did. Here, well, let me ask you this: What'd you think of the ending with the whole Denzel thing at the end and the and the clip and the. I knew that the barrette was gonna be in there. I knew, I knew when he sent. Hey, for people who haven't seen the movie, uh, or I guess hopefully if you're listening to this, you had. But one of the serial killer's victims was jogging, and the parents said she always wore a red barrette in her hair. She always had a red barrette. So when Denzel is looking through one of the, through Jared Leto's apartment to try to find any evidence of him being the serial killer. He comes out and Malik's character says, did you find a red barrette? Did you find a red barrette? And he goes, if I had more time, I could have, but I ran out of time, right? So he didn't find the red barrette. Then at the end of the movie, um, once Denzel has gone back to Bakersfield and Remy Malik's home on vacation because he's killed a man who he's not, he killed Jared Leto's character who, he, and he's not sure if he was the, the killer or not. Denzel sends him a envelope with a note and inside that envelope is the barrette. But after... Remy Malik killed that guy. Yeah. He left him there. Denzel went back and wiped his apartment, took all of yep. that stuff out of it, yep. took all of this dude's belongings, Jared yep. Leto's belongings. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, he wiped the place like he disappeared. Yeah. So, um, gave his gave his vehicle to somebody to steal, they let him steal it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so then he, him and Remy went their separate ways. He went to bake back to Bakersfield. You see him burning all of the stuff. Yeah. And then, he sends a package to Remy Malik yeah. with just a red bread in it. And I, and so that to me is like, you know, I, there was no angels or something like that. Yeah. That know? was the thing they talked about. And so, the, yeah. and so this was to hopefully keep him, his mind, right? Like you got the right guy. Keep doing your job. Yeah. 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 He right? was trying not to let him become him. Yeah. Denzel did that in order to give him a clean conscience and let him go on with his life, which I liked. I liked that. 
I just didn't like the fact that, oh, but then maybe there's still a serial killer out there because I don't believe that dude was a serial killer. I believe that dude was a, I believe Jared Leto's character was a creeper, a psycho who liked to keep up on serial killers in the news. He had all the clippings of all the different killings in his apartment. Uh, he had uh, earlier in the movie, they had, they said he had come and, and admitted to, to committing a murder. But after interrogating him and doing the research, they couldn't put him anywhere near the murder. He was like 45 miles away. He had a police scanner in, in his home and he was listening to the them go after him. I think he was just a really creepy guy that liked keeping up on serial killers and what the cops were doing and, and staying on top of it. But I don't think he was the dude. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. If you were a mastermind serial killer. Yeah. Don't you think admitting to a murder and making your word not good and yeah. people thinking you're a think people thinking that you're this person yeah he's a pretty good cover yeah it it, it yeah it, it, that's true you got a good point there um and then i was thinking about like because what happened yeah they were like you know this guy admitted to a murder that he didn't do right yeah and then like half of the people that were working on the case just immediately discounted him as a as a as a guy who's just enthralled with this kind of stuff right that seems like a real good cover for a guy who's going to, you know. Right. Well, you know, earlier in the movie, too, Denzel had a name. And he gave that name to uh, Remy Malik's character. And they interrogated that guy. And then that guy, in turn, went home and put a shotgun in his mouth and killed himself. And at one point, Remy says, do you think that was our guy? And Denzel says, I hope not. Because they want answers, right? They're looking for answers. Like, they don't just want it to be that easy and not know. They, they won't know. Because if he kills himself, they don't know. So do you want to know what I think about that guy? Yeah. I think that was Denzel's guy. Okay. I think these were two separate things. Ah, it wasn't all one person. Right. Yeah. Interesting cake. I hadn't thought of that. That's that's a good take on it. So that was Denzel's killer from Denzel's case that case. sent him around. So these two cases weren't, you don't think they're, because Denzel felt that these were all related. I Well, I think it might have been related because Jared Leto was a psychopath who obviously had clippings from all of these things because he was a psychopath serial killer who was now recreating cases that weren't solved. Uh, it's possible. That's possible. I just felt that he I was, mean, there's yeah. a lot of questions yeah, that yeah, are yeah. answered. That's the thing, because it felt more... Because he takes Remy Malik. Remy Malik says, what about this girl? And he holds up a picture of her and he goes, I can tell you where she is. And they go for a drive and he takes him out into the into on this ranch. And he says, start digging. And they dig and dig and dig. And there's no dead bodies. They right. never find a body. Like, And he goes, you know what, man? He goes, he said, you can keep digging and keep looking for that dead body. Or... You can believe that I've never killed anyone ever and you and me can take off and go have tacos. And I'm like, oh, that's such a creeper line to say, like, you can you can believe I killed somebody and keep digging or you can believe when I say I haven't killed anyone and we can go eat tacos right now. And uh, and then he makes a, a um, he tells Remy, how are you going to protect your family? Because he's been tracking this dude and stalking the police, basically listening to the scanner and watching the news clippings. And the moment he, you know, threatens Remy Malik's family, Remy hits him with a shovel and kills him. And then you see a scene where Denzel says, look, bury this guy, I'll be back. And when Denzel comes back, Remy didn't bury him. Remy continued to dig and dig and dig and try to find that body to clear his conscience. And he never did. You, They do an aerial shot from above, which is a great shot. And you just see hole after hole after hole after hole. And he never found a body. Um, so yeah, I guess there's two angles to look at it. You could either think he was just a creeper 
who got was into you know there's how many people listen to murder podcasts and watch serial killer documentaries a and, lot and love that shit and that's kind of the take the angle i got cuz when they interrogated him and they were showing him pictures he was getting he was getting excited getting erect and that pissed Denzel off and he shoves him against a wall and threatens to hit him i just looked at him and it was like a creepy guy but i like your angle i hadn't thought of that so he could have been it could have just been a way to throw him off the scent but there was nothing in that apartment other than those news clippings. You know, the I don't know if clippings. that's scary or not that I thought that. <laughs> How many serial killer podcasts are you listening to, Savage? Zero. All right, good. Good. Well, so I feel all right then. So overall, you got the 209 till infinity cosine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And and then, like I said, because I've never I I don't I don't gravitate to these kind of movies. I'm not gonna if I watch this movie on a regular basis, I'm not gonna sleep well at night. Probably the closest thing I think recently was the In the Name of the King with uh, Chadwick Boseman, mm -hmm. where he's tracking down the people that killed his sister. There were some dark elements to that, uh, but not. And and wh why did I watch that movie? Chadwick Boseman. Again, you put anybody else in that movie, and I'm not watching it probably. So uh, you know that that gives a credit to Den actors like Denzel and Chadwick Boseman. Denzel made me watch this. I showed up for Denzel, and then I stuck around for the story and the plot and everything. Because there's plenty of movies where I think Denzel kicks ass and the movie's terrible. Like, but Denzel just does Denzel. He's always good. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought uh, I, because I haven't seen a million serial killer cop movies, I thought great writing, great acting, great story. Uh, ending doesn't leave you feeling good, but that's that's real life, and that's how it goes. My my wife and I, when the movie ended, I knew it was good because my wife and I started to talk about it. Like, well, what do you think? Well, what happened? What about this? What about that? Well, no, remember, because when he was listening on the scanner, he said this, so he would have known because he was listening to the scanner. Like, and then I thought about it the next day. It was still on my mind. So that gets that alone, it gets the 209 cosine for me. Well, uh, that was a very good uh, movie that we all enjoyed. Yeah. And once you listen to this podcast, uh, if you have any thoughts or feelings about this movie, please share them. We will share them when we record next uh, or drop them on the uh, the the socials. Yes. And we'll we'll engage in some convos. Yes, we will. Some communicano communicano. Communicato, yes. Absolutely. Uh but yeah, man. Uh so that's great. Uh love the movie. First Oh you nasty lyric of the week. Yes, that's a big one. That's um, a big one. Um you should not clean your bathroom in the mornings. <laughs> no, it won't happen again. Yeah. And we haven't seen Mercy since the beginning of the show. Nope, she's out. Yeah. She's out. It's all good, though. F you guys. Yeah, I respect her for even trying. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I can be a little creepy, Mercy. I'm right there with Jared Leto. I dig it. I feel you. <laughs> all right, man. Get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we'll see you in the 209. Time is on my side. I'm going to ice my ankle. Yes, it is. <laughs>